0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to your daily draft report. It's the daily dose of prostate information for the 2023 NFL Draft brought to you by Campus to Canton. Please, everybody, make sure you check out all the stuff that Campus to Canton does. I don't plug these guys enough like I should, but these guys are an amazing crew. We have some of the best podcasts out there and some of the best written content, rankings, Debbie guides, freshman guide, I mean, anything you can get if you're interested at all in any of that stuff, make sure you check out Campus to Canton. Incredibly affordable. And we have such a great group of guys working for us. So these guys are all like brothers to me. I love them all, man. All right. Today we're going to go through, basically, I wanted to do like a recap of the season that I had, you know, and kind of my quick rankings and give you guys some thoughts before we say adieu to this class, because it's only a couple days to the draft. All right. I did get on. I had roughly 63 guests on. Uh, this is episode sixty-eight, so I'm really excited. I did like a couple mock draft episodes. I did do 35 offensive player profiles. Okay, we're just gonna g- I'm just gonna dive into it. I'm gonna give you guys a background. All right, there were a couple guys I didn't get to go through that I really wanted to talk about. But going into the draft, this is obviously without landing spots, but my my quarterback one is CJ Stroud, just because I think he's got the the safest upside. Um, I do think that I like Young a little bit more as far as his game, but his size does a little bit worry me. But I, I like Stroud's got, he showed that he does have the ability to run. Um, he can make every throw to every level of the field. Basically, I don't want to, to pound the horse to beat a dead horse too much with these two guys. We've talked and talked and talked about Stroud and Young. I am not at all worried about this smokescreen crap that's going on. Everything on the field that shows this guy is a quarterback one. So between him and Young, I think a team cannot go wrong. My QB three is Anthony Richardson, just because of the tools. I think he's got worries, concerns, but things that he needs to worry about. I also thought the same of Lamar Jackson. They threw him in and he did fine. So I'm hoping that Richardson will learn a little and get a little time. But if he doesn't, he'll learn how to fly. That's how we do things. My quarterback four is probably a little bit controversial. I do like Hendon hooker. I think he's a little safer, a little cleaner prospect. I do think there's a little bit of concerns about system, but I think the guy can make any throw. He's smart, takes care of the ball. That's what I'm looking for. QB five for me, Will Levis. I know, I know, Will Levis. He's going pick two. He goes pick two, whatever. This is just one of those guys that I I think I'm at this point in the process where I'm okay being wrong. If I'm wrong on Will Levis, I'm not going to have a lot invested in him, and I'm fine with I think it goes down to the mayonnaise and the coffee thing. It's a little bit too much for me. No, I think he's got the tools, but I just wanted to see a little bit more as far as development. I know the system wasn't or the situation wasn't perfect in Kentucky this last year. For what you want to spend for this guy, I'm I'm not just not gonna buy. All right. That leads me to the rest of the guys. I did not get to talk about Stetson Bennett, Jaron Hall, Max Duggan. Those are guys I wanted to cover. I did talk about Jake Hayner. I do like Hayner quite a bit as far as a backup guy. Bennett, same. Jaron Hall, the same. Max Duggan the same. I think both all four of those guys could be like. Guys that bounce around the NFL for a little while and have decent backup roles. So, all right, running back, I did get to go pretty deep with running backs. Um, I did not get to talk about Dwayne McBride, Eric Gray, Deuce Fawn, Kenny McIntosh, Mo Ibrahim. Those are guys that I kind of wanted to cover, but just ran out of time. Um, I just started earlier this year and, and thought I'd get to cover a little more than I wanted to. And I covered a lot of guys, but did not cover those guys. I like guess my, my running back rankings, obviously Bijan at one, he's in a tier of his own. I think he's just an absolute can't-miss guy. Uh, my tier two consists of Kendra Miller. I, I've mentioned on this show before, I love, 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 love Kendra Miller. The vision, contact balance, size, he's going to be a three-down back in the NFL, especially if, I mean, we've seen a little bit pass catching, but I think it's there. So if he continues to develop the pass catching and shows that he can, he's going to be a three-down back and one of the top backs in the NFL. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, obviously, belongs in that tier as well. Elite pass catching option. You know, not a total liability as an inside runner, but it's definitely not his strength. So Gibbs, three for me, but uh, same tier as Miller. And then I got, you know, there's a gaggle of guys that I think can be really successful here. I got Zach Charbonnet, Devin Achain, Tajay Spears, all in like the third tier. Charbonnet has shown, you know, enough at this point to show that he can handle a three-down workload. Uh, I don't think he's particularly electric or creative, but he's a very good, solid back that can catch passes, can run the ball. So, yeah, just he's there. Devin chain, size concerns. But, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a size concern in the NFL. The guy's got track speed, the ability to run He's a better inside runner than anybody gives him credit for. And I think he's got, obviously, three-down potential. Spears, a little bit more of a question mark. He could be. He's my my tier three, but he could be tier four. And a couple of these guys in four could bop up to three, depending on draft capital. Chris Spears gets the draft capital. I love what he has on tape. As far as guys tier four, Tank Bigsby, Zach Evans, Sean Tucker, Izzy Abanaconda, and Evan Hall. I got those guys in my four. My four are just guys that I think could possibly go up if they get the right draft capital and get the right situation. Tank, one of the best backs in the class when he came out, and has had, you know, kind of an up and down career. He looked a little better as toward the end of last year. A guy that can run inside, can catch passes, can make people miss. I mean, he's just he's close to the complete package. Same with Zach Evans. I mean, he's he's almost a complete package. But you just worry a little bit about the off-field stuff and the fact that this last year he didn't look like he could create anything on his own. Ole, Ole Miss had giant holes for him to run through. So, um, is he at a Um, Had those. A phenomenal, t- phenomenal combine showing his breakaway speed. He has great vision, patience. So just a little bit of questions about pass catching. A little bit of, I didn't see a super creative back as well. So I, obviously, right situation. Um, Sean Tucker, same thing. The medical concerns are obviously the biggest worry with him after he ran, he did a pro day, which he didn't run the forty, but he should have really good speed as it showed on tape. But heart heart stuff worries me. So. And Evan Hall is just a guy I really love a lot. Not particularly, uh, another guy who's not particularly creative, just kind of a one-dimensional run. But what he does as far as a runner is, you know, he's one cut, go, not going to screw around, just gets yardage. Great pass catcher, surprisingly. So Hall's a guy I can see possibly sticking around finding a role. Bounce over to wide receivers real quick. A lot of guys I didn't get to cover in this that I really wanted to. I really wanted to talk about Cedric Tillman. Xavier Hutchinson, Parker Washington, Jonathan Mingo, Puka Nakua, Trey Palmer, Tyler Scott, Andrea Yoshivich. I really wanted to cover all those guys a little deeper, but I just ran out of time. Um, JSN's my wide receiver one. Uh, regardless of the landing spot, I think he's got a really good shot of being a very successful NFL receiver. Um, then there's a kind of a tier two here that I have. Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Clinton Johnson. Flowers and Addison, both, you know, smaller probably type, slot type guys, but Flowers is just incredibly adept as a route runner, making people miss, very savvy, smart receiver. So I love him at two, and I really hope he gets a good landing spot. Jordan Addison, almost the same, you know, a little bit more electric with the ball in his hands. I I love Addison. And Quentin Johnston, obviously, is a physical freak, the guy that, one of the very few alpha receivers we have in this class, but a little bit of concerns about college production, things like that. But I'm not concerned. I think the kid's going to be pretty damn good. Then my next tier, I have Josh Downs, Cedric Tillman, Jalen Hyatt. I think all three of those guys also have a really good shot of being successful. Downs is you know, more that guy who's going to stretch the field from the slot, um, does a little makes, you get creative with him, get him the ball in his hands, he's going to be good. Tillman, very complete receiver, good route receiver, good hands, not particularly flashy, but just a damn good receiver. And that's what I, I love seeing that. And then I have him just a tick above Jalen Hyatt because Jalen Hyatt, we've seen the speed, obviously speed for days. We'll probably get him drafted above half the guys in this group. I just, I want to see a little bit more as far as a new answer receiver from him. Beyond that, we go, I got Marvin Mims, Jaden Reed, A.T. Perry, Rashi Rice, Keyshawn Boutte. Um, just these are guys that are just going to, what does the NFL say about it? What does the NFL draft capital say? And this this class, we've talked about it in many of our class and of our episodes, and you've heard on every other podcast that these guys are so dependent on landing spot. But I like I like Marvin Mims a lot, a slot guy who can also stretch the field. I mean, he just gets open deep beyond the. He seems to know where the zone coverage is. Very smart at reading coverages and getting open. Jaden Reed's a guy, obviously Michigan State. So yeah, I'm a homer, whatever. Um, but he's a damn good receiver. Um, A guy who needs more development. Uh, Michigan State did not get it for him, but the raw tools are there, and he's a guy who could be a very good receiver in the NFL as well. A.T. Perry, kind of more of a boundary receiver, but can also do a little bit of everything well. Rasheed Rice, same thing, small school, but we saw it from a small school. Kid can run routes, he can get open, great hands. So I like seeing Rasheed Rice. But Boutte is the wild card, you know, the former five-star that just has been troubled all through college and it's tough to read where he's going to go. But if he gets the draft capital, the skill is still there, but it may take him a few years. And we'll wrap it up with my tight ends. I did not get to cover Sam Laporta and Tucker craft a couple guys. I'm kind of high on, but I did cover Musgrave mayor Kincaid and Washington. That's all I was able to get to my tight end. One is Kincaid just because I think he can stretch the field. He's a smart, smart tight end. I think he's ready for the NFL. Not as good of a pass blocker as you'd love, so he's probably going to be more of an inline guy. If you do like the guy who's more complete and will always be on the field, then it's Michael Meyer. These first three guys are all in the same tier. Uh, Michael Meyer is, you know, can block, good enough pass catcher. I mean, the athleticism is exaggerated. He doesn't have it, but it doesn't seem to matter when he's on the field. The guy gets open, great hands, smart veteran guy, so I love Michael Meyer. Luke Musgrave. If we had seen more, I think he would have been talked. He would be the tight end one if he would have seen been on the field more. He is phenomenal with the ball in his hands, runs like a receiver, catches like a receiver, but very, very limited production. I have Sam Laporta as my tight end for. Just a very savvy, smart tight end. Can block, can catch. Not overly flashy. Just a guy who's going to get every, everything done. You know, could end up with like a Pat Frymuth type of path to targets, and then. Tucker Craft is also in that same mold, but a guy who will need a little bit of time coming from a small school. As far as Donald Washington, I'm not rostering him at all for fantasy. I think he's a good tight end. He will get open. He will catch passes in the red zone, but he's he's a blocker, and I have no interest in him as far as fantasy. So there's just my quick recap. I, I didn't want to end on date you guys with, I'm not one of those people that love to do rankings every week, that love to do mock drafts every week. That Most of this stuff doesn't change very much throughout this process other than the smoke screens that are constantly trying to downplay one guy, replay another guy. And I feel like it's just been worse this year than I've ever seen in my life. So it's been kind of an odd process for this for me. But I enjoyed talking to, like I said, over 60 different guests. Tomorrow I'll come back and do like a final, final wrap-up, go through the defensive guys I love, and a final adieu for the season. We're two days from the draft. I'm ready. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow.